welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland Season 3, Episode 10.5, State of the Podcast. State this is our podcast. This is our State of the Podcast of our Doghouse Season, where we're going to be wrapping up our uh, our 10 oh. episodes of dogs. <laughs> Come on. Where is it? There it Do is. Do it, Ryan. Get it. <laughs> you know you want to. It does not make it. <laughs> Say a word beforehand, and then... Uh... <laughs> yeah, kind of. Some of it kind of went through. Yeah, Discord perfectly filters out annoying dog sounds, which is an oh. incredible technology. Yeah, honestly, has saved us in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but when we try to purposely make them, it blocks them out. Um, I guess I'm your co-host, Denali. Man, I I was really thrown off by that intro. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Airbud. Are we doing characters? Oh, f- okay. I um, <clears throat> I I am your co-host, Charlie B. Barkin. I'm not a real character. Co-host. That was Charlie from from the All Dogs Dog Go to Heaven. Raised from the dead from Pet Cemetery. Oh, what's his name? Charlie B. Barkin, and I sing like Sinatra. His name was weird. I've That's, got a chain it's... smoking problem, and I own a gambling den where dogs get murdered if they can't pay. I'm actually a fucked up character. I don't know why I'm in a kids movie. I committed murder at least twice. Right, and he's like the protagonist. Yeah. Jace, who are you? You know, I might be that dog that accidentally yeah. watched its owner's bone and best in show. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Airbuds Ryan for uh, for the Ryanites who is who are waiting. The Ryanites know. The Ryanites know. <laughs> Honestly, if someone's jumping into a state of the podcast, they, three, you fucked up. You fucked up. You fucked if, you, up. if this is your first Get episode, please, please rewind. <laughs> Get out! Take uh, your dog with you. You could you could definitely listen if this is your first episode, but just you're gonna be confused. I can already tell this is gonna be a loosey goosey episode, like all of our state of the podcasts. Um, yeah, but it's off the rails already. And no like, holds barred. Yeah, that's right. And so for some context, every season we do a state of the podcast to wrap up um, the season we just did. So we watch 10 movies of a similar actor or subject. This season we watch 10 dog movies. So this is your first go back and listen to all 10 of our dog movies. Well, or just was, a couple. Or, you know, whatever you want. Or listen to let's all 10. Not, let's not. You know. We hear they're I mean, good. Yes, we want you to listen all, right. to all ten because we want the clicks. Of course, let's not. Let's please, please just click on our videos. Just on click them, devices. like them. Don't listen, even. Yeah, yeah five times. Steal someone's phone. Click, click shit. However, don't torture yourself. Like, okay, Ryan's <laughs> just being a lawyer right now, guys. Oh, please torture yourself for our benefit. So. Um, we're wrapping up the dog season right now. We're going to be t- debriefing about what we just went through. And then, most importantly, discussing and debating the fate of season four. What are we going to do for the next ten movies? Um, but before we begin get into that, um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about um, yeah, how y'all yeah, been have... feeling? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I have yeah. a, a question back to the intro. Yeah, oh. go ahead. Go ahead, Jace, by all means. Um. I was thinking about the host co-host debacle yes. that happened in season one. Mm-hmm. What was this debacle? We didn't know what to call ourselves. Yeah, we, we were always we calling ourselves co-host or host, and we all call each other host, you know, and there's yeah. only one host, so I mean, you know. Yeah. So I get it. If you, if you want me to be the host, the host, and you guys are vice hosts. <laughs> the ghost of Jared Leto. How, how does that work in... Does, okay. Does everyone become a co-host when there are three equal participating parties? Mm-hmm. Or is everyone at that forced. point just a host? Yeah. I think 
Jace, since you and I both want host, we can both be co-host and Ryan could be vice host. Ooh, I oh, I like that. I like vice host. Yeah. Can I have a uh, speaker of the host? Could we all just pick our own title <laughs> with host? Yeah, Ryan could be. Okay, so I will be kind of like the the emperor host. I'm Primark host. And Primark Ryan host. is speaker of the host. Speaker of the host. And uh, th- so if, if me or Jace become, uh, you know, incapacitated anyway or can't make it to the podcast, Ryan will be third in Cast line. That's the tie-breaking vote. <laughs> You will, I have to find two or more people, and they vote, and then I am the tiebreaker. All three of these still sound similar to a brood host si- situation with yeah. the emperor, the primarch, and the speaker of the host. It sounds like we're in some weird Halo conglomerate. Of yeah, aliens. it's rather Dune-ish. Um, oh, Baron. Oh, that's a good one. You'll be Baron host. Host Baron. And I'll be Worm Daddy host. Oh. Isn't that a, a Fremen title in Dune? <laughs> Worm Daddy. Well, well, guys, it's been it's been a long ten or so weeks mm-hmm. um, watching all these dog movies, and usually when usually when we reach the end of a season, we kind of talk about the feeling we have, right? And we talked about this a little bit with episode ten and nine. Um, are you guys gonna miss dog movies? Do you guys feel a sense of discomfort moving on? Are you Absolutely. guys ready? I just stopped myself fast. from kicking a dog earlier today. No, me too. <laughs> Jesus, because I own a dog. It was a picture of a, a fake dog on a movie box. They're joking, lawyers. <laughs> and also, people who are a little bit sensitive to animal cruelty jokes. People who who have that disease where they hear something on a podcast and then immediately do it. Don't don't do it. Um. Yeah. Like. I, I was kind of thinking about it because I was like looking through now my Amazon Prime, HBO, Netflix is totally taken over by dog movies. It's completely irreparably fucked up. Um, and now I was like looking at dog movies and I was like, oh, shit, Bolt. Like, maybe I'll watch that this weekend. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? What am no, I doing? Like, stop it. I like looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, what? I don't want to see this. <laughs> like, why? Why is this going in my head? So I think the same thing is happening where I get a sense of Stockholm syndrome and my brain's coping. We were outside for too long. I think we're all dehydrated. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a hot day out in the doghouse. And we yeah, want to go inside. We need to get want, back inside. We want to go back. claw at the door. Yeah, we need to get back inside. We're going to pick the room in the movie mansion, um, you know, that, that we're going to be staying in for the next 10 weeks. I wanted well, to hopefully do... not. Hopefully this one will, will like have an exit door. We've been getting trapped in every room yeah. we went into. We got trapped in the attic. So you're trapped you want to in the mud room. A season a... that we can eject from potentially or that we actually want to be in either would be great i mean you know people have told me that when we um when we feel like we're prisoners in in a certain episode (laughs) our content gets better you know it's kind of like pain equals art and uh maybe we should try to pitch the most um you know painful type of subject oh then i'm walking away with a w today folks <laughs> okay Ooh. well let's i know we're excited we're excited let's let's do the dog season justice and just do our debrief um, yeah. what we do every season is we make a you know a certified ranking of our favorite dog movies and you know we kind of talked about this earlier maybe we can do a best in show of our uh, favorite dogs what do you guys think mm. that's a good idea Okay. I should have thought about this. I just sent along to you, Denali. You might yeah. see it in your messages. Okay. I sent along uh, the graphs. Oh, that yes. Previously made for the movie okay. meter and the wolfometer from this season. 
Excellent. I'll post this on our social medias once this airs. This is very good. Jace, you are so choice with these graphs. I'm loving boy. it. Good boy, Jace. <laughs> um, I'm seeing here just briefly, we can do like a little summary. It looks like the, as far as movie meters go, our highest ranking is what, Scooby-Doo 2? Yeah. yeah, and I would like to point out that Denali varied from the hive mind on the yeah. on the top two movies. So, Denali, you rated Scooby-Doo 2 a 9.5, while yeah. Jace and I both rated an 8. Wow. Okay. Then, best in show, Jace and I both vote, rated it a 9. Mm -hmm. And you rated it a 7. None well, this of this is, is why... a problem until we get to Airbud. A movie that you held so high on exactly. your pedestal for comparing dog movies to that mm -hmm. you must have forgot your score in the first week because you, know, you the gave pedestal, it a four. The pedestal was for the dog, not the film. Um, however, the film sure. stuck in my head harder than I expected. <laughs> I think I was shell-shocked when I finished it. But then, you know, I just could not shut the fuck up about Airbud. And when I'm listening to our other previous episodes, I'm like... Wow, we bring up Airbutt like every day. I think it was more of like uh, you took it for granted. Yeah, like maybe you, you saw this dog movie and you were like, eh, I mean, it's OK. It's not the best movie. Most of it is about this dog who's playing basketball. How excited could that be? Right. And I think if I remember right, like me and Jace are kind of like, that's pretty cool. Like, that's pretty insane. Yeah, uh, that deserves some points. And then especially when we're like, look at the rest of the dog movies we have to watch. The next one is for preschoolers. You know what? I, I'd still say Clifford is a better movie than Great Air movie. Button. I believe oh, my score reflects that's that. A different, that's a different topic entirely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's look at the bottom, um, which is an Airbud movie. Airbud Spikes Back, the fifth um, installment in the Airbud series. That I don't think there's any argument there. I think that no. was well deserved. That Worst. movie was a fucking mess. <laughs> And I'm so glad that we got to share that with our friend Michael, the worst dog movie that we've seen so far. Uh, we brought someone else into it and made them watch it. You know, Michael and, actually gave um, I have I don't have that on the graph, but yeah. Michael, first guest of the season, he gave the movie uh, its wolfometer score a four, which was surprisingly higher than you, both of you, Ryan and Denali. Um, yeah. But then so my, he did <clears throat> slap its he slapped it down with a zero. He shot below, which mm -hmm. is a rare occurrence for hitting that zero mark from any of us. And he yeah. just killed it. He, sh he Wait, spiked so he Airbud with a ball, so to he speak. He gave Airbud a four for, for the dog meter and then a zero for the movie meter? Correct. Gotcha. I was going to say, if he gave it a four on the movie meter, I would just tell him to get an MRI or something. The dog um, meter is very interesting. Can we, can we switch to the woofometer discussion? Uh, please. Because the lowest score we got is yeah. a hair under a four. That's really interesting. Almost uh, like they were all dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's I, really interesting. Like, to make a dog movie and have us be like, <laughs> yeah, that's a dog movie. All you have to do is put a dog in it. Yeah, I, I guess. Is that our floor? When there is a dog, it gets an automatic four <laughs> points. Is it like the SAT where you write your name down? So this like <laughs> maybe vindicates me a little bit, you guys. Yeah. Because all this time I was saying, uh, well, can we have some movies like The Thing where a dog is only in it for a few minutes? And that'd be like a one. That would be like a one or a two, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know what? 
I'm glad we did dogs. I mean, first of all, I love the thing, but I'm glad we did dogs justice by watching movies with just a fuckload of dogs. That way people can't be like, oh, you wasted a fucking movie you know, episode. You didn't watch. We watched dog movies, guys. We watched oh, yeah. them. No oh, one God. can say we didn't go all in. <laughs> and Old Yeller almost got a perfect score in Air Butter right there at the top. I was the party pooper on those for not giving them a perfect score. However, uh, Old Yeller is on the bottom of our movie meter, so that's a really interesting dichotomy, right? Like, huge divergence. I fucking hate that movie. Old Yeller <laughs> so much. <laughs> Old Yeller had wow, almost a perfect dog score. Like, you can't get much more dog than that. <laughs> However, it was a trash movie that we should not like. We should not endorse in any regard. It is a classic, and I'm I'm appreciative for it. However, yes, it was fucking trash. Um, yeah, like that's it's interesting how Old Yeller is our biggest divergence. It's the biggest swing between the two. Um, Airbud was a pretty big gap. And is it can we create a theorem of like how based on how good the dog is, is that going to affect the quality of the movie? You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely not. Mm, no, really? So you think? Yeah, because it seems like the better the dog for at least our season, the worse the movie. Right. Because we we dumped. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, is there an inverse relationship? This is my whole. This, that is my whole <laughs> argument. The entire season, you guys. Your dissertation. <laughs> Every episode, I explain yeah. this in case somebody okay. was watching only that episode. But like, I my theory was that dog movies can only get so good. Mm-hmm. Like, there can't be a dog movie that's like a nine or a ten. So, therefore, I need to adjust my scale and grade on a dog curve yeah. and give the dog movies a couple extra bones, a couple extra points. <laughs> so, like, how good can a dog fucking be, dude? Like, Old Yeller and, and Airbud were such good dogs. Like, they were so professional and so excellent at their jobs. But, like, the movie was, was fucking terrible. And, like, maybe it's because, like, when you take a good dog and make a movie centralized around it, maybe the, the movie's dog shit, pardon the pun. Um, and maybe like a good movie would, would be central to a, a different subject, which would make it more critically acclaimed. There's a little bit to it in that if a real dog is a character, mm-hmm. its character arc is very limited. Yeah. And right. the fact that it's That's- an actual dog <laughs> and not like a human with a complicated background and like emotions that we can really dig into. Like, it's you not can't- like, oh, this dog mourns the loss of his father who was gunned down in the streets by a terrible villain. Now he takes to the night in a bat costume. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm listening. We, can't, we so- can't have those sort of character arcs in a uh, movie starring real dogs. There has to be some sort of human element in it, which necessarily takes away from the dog screen time. You're saying to me that when the dog is introduced to the script, the bones of the script become weak. <laughs> You're making a... <laughs> that's that's a good dissertation, Jason. <laughs> now, I think movies like Old Yeller. Mm-hmm. I think Old Yeller is even a different category than like Airbud, right? Oh, because definitely. Old Yeller is a dog being a dog, and Airbud is a dog being a basketball player. Yeah, like. Old Yeller, the story is about this person who has a dog and how the dog helps him around the farm being an actual dog. But like, right. Airbud just seems kind of categorically different, like because the it's doing human things. A man turned into a dog. It's like, how weird is it that this dog is not doing normal dog stuff? It's actually doing human stuff. And so like those are kind of opposite ends on the real dog spectrum. 
And Air Budge, I mean, it was a better movie because of that. Oh, absolutely. You know, the other thing about Old Yeller 2 was that it was really critically acclaimed. I think when it came out, it has 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Airbud was shit on when it came out, and I think had a little bit of an uptick <laughs> recently. <Yeah. laughs> and I think Old Yeller's trajectory was the opposite. So I'm like, was this just because the moment it came out, you know, for these, you know, for, for people who grew up back then, did it seem just better? I, you know, maybe we're, because of our generation, we're just missing something i don't understand i don't understand why people think this is good well okay i have a long boring explanation that i'll try to make short and not so boring i think for a long time movies were not taking the kind of risks that they're taking now like yeah. okay let's say a movie studio is like let's hire this up and coming comedian to write a movie script and let's kind of give him a small budget and they'll do what they want like mm-hmm. Back in the day, they sort of tried to do one thing, and that's make every movie pretty good. Right. So when Old Yeller came down the pipeline, they actually put some resources into making it pretty good. They didn't put a lot of resources into making it the Citizen Kane of dog movies. You know, like, yeah, they didn't. They didn't put like, you know, a, a bunch of CGI and right. build these giant sets, but they they put some effort into making it pretty good. So like, yeah, plus, I mean, the whole nostalgia aspect of it. We talked about that during the episode. We don't want to get mm-hmm. into that. But I think that's different than some of the dog movies that have been more modern, like these dog movies that came out more recently. Some of them were some real risk takers, you know, like best in show. Like, yeah. that was not supposed to be the best movie ever. And there wasn't, like, a movie studio behind it who was going, like, we need to put a bunch of resources into this so that when it comes out, everybody flocks to the theater to see it because it's pretty darn good. Yeah. They were just like, let's give this one comedy writer pretty free reign to make a stupid dog movie. I think I think that's, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Um, with regards to what you said about the moment for, for Old Yeller, right? When it came out, uh, it was a pretty good movie. And I think there's a nostalgia factor. It, are we soft for Airbud for the same reason? Like, is our kids going to see Airbud and they're like, what in the fuck is this? Because we recognize Airbud's not, not that good, but we love it. And our kids are going to see it and they've probably got freaking Space Bud. I mean, shit, Space Bud's already out, damn it. Mm. Yeah, it's Robot the Space Jam hypothesis. It would be a different movie, though. It would it would have to be something that comes out when they're children because it's reminding us of a movie and a time that we were growing up in. We didn't grow yeah. up in, well, any type of time where the movies like Old Yeller were popular, but uh, right. technology haven't proliferated by the time our parents were children watching Old Yeller, maybe. Yeah. The Space Jam hypothesis. Space Jam? And that when we were kids, Space Jam was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael Jordan playing with Looney Tunes. And it was and like it is. the coolest thing in the world. That's great. <laughs> and now when you rewatch it, you're like, okay, this movie's kind of crappy, but it's still <laughs> no. really fun. What? <laughs> I have fond memories of it and stuff like that. But now the kids who yeah. see the new Space Jam in theaters are probably thinking the same well, thing. Well, that was a shit no. movie. Well, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Let's get into this. Okay. Well, into, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I've, well, go ahead, Denali. But I've got a, a statistic to share. Okay, go ahead, Jace. Before we move on, mm-hmm. I just want to... We've come through three seasons now. We have three movie meters and three topico meters. So we have our bed meter, our macomanometer, and our mm-hmm. woofometer. 
as, as well as the movie meters for those. And I, this is actually the average score of all of these dog movies is a five for the, wow. mo- for the movie meter. Okay. Straight down the middle. We did a pretty good job then because we, we tried to do that with other seasons. Get Straight. a good sampling. Yeah. Which is funny because we were taking and remo- we we're adding and removing from the Wheel of Chaos throughout the entire thing. Um, the dog meter average of all was a 6.6. The wolfometer was a 6.6. Okay. Dog showed up. So just in comparison, and I don't really know how to add these up or, or a way that's uh, safe and fair. For Ben Affleck, where we were mm-hmm. picking ups and downs, we had an average score of five for the Ben movie meter. Uh, wow. The, the Affleck, the, the Ben meter itself, though, was a seven. So we thought he was really Benny in every, yeah. in every film. Um, ben shows up. And then moving on to Matt season for the Matt movie meter, his average was a six. Oh. Which is kind of makes me want to vomit. <laughs> yeah. I have worse feelings about the bad movies in that season than the bad movies in this season. Okay. The bad movies in the Matt season are the dark, 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 dark depths. Dark, of dark, this, dark tower. Uh, yes. <laughs> dark depths of my, like, psyche. Ah, okay. We'll shake that off. Does this mean that that dogs showed up more than Matthew McConaughey and Ben Affleck showed up more than dogs when it comes to their movies. Well, Jace hasn't given us the actual, the last score. The Matt meter was a seven point. The McCominometer average was a 7.2. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was okay. Wow. So in, in ranking, we actually have the McCominometer, the Af, the mm-hmm. Ben meter, and then the dog meter. Wow. So the dogs must've been really clustered around the middle because the floor was a four. Yeah. That's really interesting, Jace. So I was going to ask you, we've got three seasons under our belt. We've got a little bit of statistics here. Which season of the three was your favorite? Ben Affleck. Mm, shit. That was fast, Ryan. I mean, okay. Wow, I you got couldn't a lot have of... done that in episode three of this season when we were trying <laughs> to make quick decisions? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, Just fine. I have a lot of love for season one. Uh, for Ben Affleck, but honestly, I think this dog season has been my favorite so far. Not because the movies we watched, they were all absolute garbo. <laughs> However, the uh, I've had the most fun, I think, doing these episodes uh, from the season and talking about these are the most fun to talk about just because they're so fucking ridiculous. I think for that reason, this has been my favorite so far. It's hard for me because, like, there isn't a cohesive theme here. Like, yeah. it's not it's like dogs. It's, <laughs> I know, but it's not dogs. like we chose like it's not like we chose one dog and watched ten movies that they're in. We chose. Hey, we could have, man. We could have done an Air Bud oh, season. Well, next season, do you want to have a human season? Like, that's kind <laughs> of the, that is thematic. That's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is like it's hard to pin down a theme here when yeah. they're so different from each other. I'm glad we did it. You know, I'm, I'm sort of glad we did it. I'm really actually glad it landed on this because just because I don't like something doesn't mean I'm glad, not glad that didn't happen. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I can appreciate it. And also sometimes just like watching one bad movie is kind of enlightening. Watching 10 bad movies is also enlightening. <laughs> so enlightening. <laughs> watching I'm 10. so fucking enlightened right now. <laughs> Dude, I'm so fucking enlightened. Uh, before we move on, uh, from the dogs can we do briefly do a best in show mm. our best dogs our favorite dogs best dog best dog do you want to just work it up to the top or do you want to go top down 
Let's go top down. down. Top down? Yeah, okay. It's gotta be Scoobert Duber. Whoa, hold on a second, partner. I nominate okay. Scoobert Duber. Okay. Um, I think I'm between Airbud and Old Yeller. Between what? those two. Yeah, okay, so first of all, they're actual dog actors. They're not some kind of idealized vision of a dog. Mm -hmm. Um, and they actually yeah. like acted in the movies. And they were fucking good dogs, dude. Okay, Airbus, yeah, but so they did didn't all the know dogs they were acting. dogs, you prick. They weren't <laughs> acting. They didn't know you're acting. Just like you don't act in a documentary. Like the wolves on planet Earth aren't acting. Okay, where's the dog in Scooby Doo? The animatronic costume or the the human that did the voice? Yeah. I don't that I don't that's you know, baloney man. Well then why did we watch the freaking movie? <laughs> Do you wanna submit Scooby Doo as your best dog? Sure. It's double dip, dude. We we had to watch two Scooby Doo movies, and you're telling me it wasn't an like worthy of being in the dog All season. Right, fine. My nomination then. My nomination for best dog. It's gonna be Old Yeller. He was wow. doing the most dog things, and he fucking saved lives, dude. Airbud was wiling. He he was just stealing food and just knocking shit over. He played basketball super well, which which I loved. He played his sports extremely well. I fucking love that dog. Uh, but I think just overall, like as a good dog, I think Old Yeller is probably going to have to win this. But it was tight. It was really tight. Hmm. Case, you can break the tie or you can you can put your own pitch in. I don't want to put any pressure on you. I think it's quite literally the dog that won the dog show in Best in Show. Uh, I don't even remember that dog. <laughs> I, don't, which... I don't remember uh, the terrier of some kind. Um, if I had to pick the best dog. What, what am I going on here? I mean, you're right. To, to stay at the top of the wolfometer yep. would be consistent with, um, you know, our, our rankings through the season. If I had to pick one, okay. I might pick the heroic story of the dog mm -hmm. from All Dogs Go to Heaven. It was a wow, selfish... Charlie B. Barkin. Charlie B. Barkin, who had So a... wait, Airbud's not on the podium? He didn't even fucking place? What? I'm giving you my one vote. Who? Sorry. <laughs> well, if we're all, all three of us have separate one votes, that's going to be podium, dog. Oh. Right? Like, it wouldn't make sense to just, you know, if, if your number one didn't make one, he's going to be two or three. I gotta, I gotta say this. Okay, okay. I think Old Yeller is the outlier here. Because he's a real dog and not a cartoon? He's just a real dog doing normal dog stuff. Hey, he didn't do anything the, special. The dog show! <laughs> He's an actual dog. If you submitted a drawing to a dog show, they would ask you to leave. In All Dogs Go to Heaven, Ryan, may I remind you, you said, what the fuck are you guys rating this movie on? I thought you wanted to see dogs doing dog things. Run back the tape. <laughs> Not dogs doing human things. Based on that, Old Yeller may be the most doggy of all the dogs. He's literally a dog. <laughs> He's literally just a dog. <laughs> He's a fucking dog. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, Chit. normally when I watch a movie, I don't watch a movie yeah. saying like, this movie is going to be a normal person doing normal people things. He's going to wake up. He's yeah. going to sit and stare at his breakfast. And then he's going to drive to work and sit at a computer. Like, Are you like that Blade Runner guy who falls in love with like a computer drawing? And this is your justification, man. You need a real fucking dog for your dog meter. Okay, then I nominate everybody. Then okay. Jace has to pick someone else too, because <laughs> he didn't pick a real dog either. Oh, you know. One second. No, I'll, I'll pick the lead mush dog from Snow Dogs. God damn it! 
Demon! Okay, we're that not going to be able to settle this. <laughs> Fuck, we can't agree on a best in show up in here. Okay, legitimately, what's your what's your final pick? I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll if you guys don't like Old Yeller, I'll fucking rescind my vote. And no, you need you. to pick your dog. I'm so, we we always get into this schism where we're talking about choosing one thing where instead of picking our own favorite, we all have to align. We need to be united. Vote. Damn it, this is a democracy. <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> the GBGBs. Okay, you know what? Fine. We each have a different top dog. That's fine, right? We can disagree. Fine. That's fine. I liked Old Yeller. Airbud was a close second for me. And um, you know what? Third, I'll put Scooby-Doo, a little olive, olive branch. This is why we camp. need ranked choice voting. Mm. Folks, this has been a simulator to uh, uh, to let you... To, it's a PSA. Um, dissolve the Electoral College. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. You know what? Let's. We, I don't think we can do a ranked dog list because we got too much diversion. Um, so I guess let, let's just all say our top pick. We uh, did. Get, what, what was it again? I forgot already. You picked Old Yeller. Mm -hmm. I picked Scooby-Doo. But then I changed it to Airbud, and then Jace oh, I think is doing Demon. I'm just I'm I'm really torn here because I cannot differentiate between the wolfometer and the movie meter in my head. Yeah, they it's have, blurring. They've, and why are you picking so snow dogs, dog? <laughs> <laughs> I like the dogs in that movie. They were really good at mushing. There were a lot of them, and they were well trained, and they did a lot okay. of dog stuff. <laughs> this was a bad idea. Let's move on. <laughs> There's been a stalemate. I'd take and Old Yeller looks... over her butt, though. Yeah! <laughs> what, dude? Are you serious? He was Jace a raw, me. savage dog. It's like, it's like when, when Heath Ledger played the Joker. Oh, yeah. That's Old Yeller. It was a hard role. Yeah, but that would be like if they just had a camera and they just followed Heath Ledger around <laughs> all day and then edited it into looking like a movie. Like, a great this movie. dog was it just a like... Great movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> Wait, dude, talk about character arc, though. This dog, this old yellow dog, he, he was like a fucking ratty-ass dog. And then the dog didn't a have dog. a character arc. It's the people around him. Did. He was no, a the bad dog. dog. He was an egg-stealing dog, and then he was a good boy. And, and he sucked eggs. No. Egg he dog. did suck eggs. Let's make that clear. A whole batch of them. Multiple times. But, let, but I think by the end of the movie, I mean, come on, guys. He got, he got the firing squad. <laughs> that was because he fucking put it on the line and they had to yeah. put him down. No, he attacks everything. He attacked things in the beginning of the movie. He's attacking things. That's how the whole movie started. He attacked the donkey. Donkey. <laughs> this is my ranch. Get out of my ranch. I'll bust your eye socket in with a club. The little kid. I'm gonna throw rocks at you. <laughs> the people who did not listen to our old Yeller episode, because <laughs> this is gonna come quite a bit. Oh shot. man, yeah, I I don't know, man. We had a lot okay. of good dogs. Let's just. I think it's okay yeah. to disagree, but okay. this is why there's the, one judge. Erase the tape. In erase a dog the tape. show. <laughs> yeah, there's one judge. Okay, I'll be the judge, guys. All right, old Yeller is the best best in show. Bucky Ryan. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Okay. Let's go into it. Let's. let's get All right. Let's do it. I, I, have, I think I, we're, I wasn't. Else. I wasn't. I don't want to sit here for an hour talking about dogs again. We've already done that fifteen <laughs> hours. Dude, I'm losing my mind yeah, right now. I'm, yeah, I'm over the dogs. In fact, I almost have to convince myself every day, yeah. like that, like I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> dogs. <laughs> oh, it's over. That's right. It's over. I think next to veterinarians, I think we've said the word dog more than, and I think we're in the top like 10th percentile or, you know, 90th percentile. Yeah. yeah. Also with Ben and Matt. Oh, a hundred percent. Like next to people who have like stalking, like, you know, complexes. I think we have the same. The, we're uh, so, <laughs> so I've been logging all the movies we watched on my letterbox profile. And it'll tell you there's like a little blurb in the corner what percentage of movies you watched for a certain like whatever uh, like character or director okay. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so we probably are because we're like closing in on fifty percent on both Ben and Matt. I think so. We've watched a lot of movies. Yeah. Like when I tell people that we watch ten Ben Affleck movies, the most common response I've I've heard is, "Is there 10? And I'm like, "Oh fuck yeah, there's ten. There's, there's like a hundred. <laughs> it's same with Matt. And so yeah, I do think we're in the top viewers. And I'm curious what the dog stats are, Ryan, because we might have watched. I don't. There, unfortunately, there's not like a like a thing you can just click and it'd be like dogs. Oh well, okay. Letterbox, if you're listening, maybe something to think about. Well. Guys, <laughs> do you guys want to get into our we're, entry we're into season four? From... We're departing. I think we've pushed this out to sea. Goodbye, dogs. Ryan, shoot the flaming arrow into no, the dog no, ship. No, 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 no. There's no dogs here. in them. There's no dogs in them. There's like, there's dog movies on the ship and it's being pushed out. The dogs oh. are fine. Their oh. dogs are fine. Is there a lake behind the movie mansion? Yeah, there is a lake. It's a mansion, of course. Okay. It's full of burning ships, and it's an ecological disaster. <laughs> we load all the movies that we watch onto a boat every week, and then push it out into the pod and shoot it. Shoot it with a bow and arrow, a flaming bow and arrow. We um, really we put- like these abstract metaphors that have to like, deal great. with us watching movies in an alternate universe. Well, I think the audience likes a narrative, you know, otherwise I think they'd be completely lost without our narrative. Yeah, let's yeah, let's take a moment to fantasize a possible reality at which our audience is lost at any one point in time. I think they're lost every second they listen to us talking right now. Um, Okay, Okay. well, guys, let's explain the rules. Are we agreed on the rules of last season? I think that was pretty good. That was an amazing set of rules, partially because I advised them. I devised that, man. I had a dream about them, and I fucking pitched them, and I got Excuse it recorded. Me? Yeah, our voting system that we rank and then put the pie pieces on the, the chart. I'm pretty sure that was my idea. We came up with that as a unit, literally, during the episode, because there I'm was gonna contention this about how pill. <laughs> But I fucking woke up one day Wait, and wrote it you, down. Are you implying that we uh, disagreed about something? I'm going to swallow this bitter pill for the sake of our podcast. This is a sacrifice I am making, and I expect you to make the same one sometime in the future. Well, <laughs> thank you, Discord, for blocking that. Um, the rules for stay of the podcast that we previously agreed on, and I think these are pretty good. Uh, well, basically, each of us have two pitches, right? There's a three of us. It's going to be six pitches total. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll each, you know, go one after another and pitch our movies. And then at the end, we'll each rank the movies. It's a very convoluted system to so keep up, folks. One through six. Okay. 
Then, uh, Jace, because he's the only one here who can do math, I definitely can't, um, he will use this, he will devise an algorithm to fill in the Wheel of Chaos like he did last time, Jace, I don't know how you did it. Whatever gets higher rankings um, will take up more spaces on the wheel. Therefore, it'll have a higher chance of being picked. But we will always have a non-zero chance of picking whatever was the least popular. <laughs> and that is the scariest thing, because sometimes yeah. we could throw away. I think we like, should drop one. You think, you think we, we should, should drop the lowest number? Well, if I think if something doesn't get a vote or one of them, if there were multiple. I like that. If something doesn't get a vote, drop it. One of us does not vote. Mm hmm. For one of the topics, all so there are nine votes cast, and one of them does one topic doesn't get a single vote. Whoosh. Uh, I think I'm confused now because I thought we rank up one through six. Oh, did we do that? Yeah, we did a ranking. I thought we picked three and we ranked them. That's I thought we, no, we, did we got six. what? Yeah, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, we'll get rid of the lowest ranked one. Okay, okay, if we all put something at six, then then we can In drop the, it. Okay, how about this? In the circumstance that. Yeah. If all three of us put the same topic as number six, okay. then that drops off the wheel and there's no chance of us picking it for next season. Okay, fine. That, that's a, it's almost like a group veto system. I just like the idea of us not being a... F like, you know, we stick to our guns. What you fucking pitch is there's going to be a chance it's going to be picked. All right? all right? I think this is a compromise. Okay. I feel weird right now because dogs got on as a, a four a four banger it had very few votes and it was in the middle while we have proliferated our online presence thank you denali and people are loving this shit <laughs> I, I agree Jason, and that's why i want to do the wheel uh, yeah i uh, like i don't really care if what i pitched right now gets picked unless you guys really like it <laughs> okay jace i totally agree so um do we want to go in our typical order? I like the order of Ryan, Jace, me. We rotate. What? It went do Ryan, me, Jace, me, Ryan, Denali, and then it went me, Denali, Ryan, and now the wheel has rotated oh, to okay. make Denali can... go first. All right. I mean, let me pull up my notes real quick. I still I don't know what notes. I'm pitching. I, it's coming down to the You don't know? Dude, no. I, okay, let's be real. I have a couple on retainer because <laughs> I don't know if you guys are going to poach me. Right. I have 25 candidates. I narrow it down over a period of weeks. What? I, mean, I, I think a candidate's like, you know, once a week. Is this all a part but, you of know, your really... I have a, I have a seven-year plan for us. <laughs> Doing, I, I've been thinking about this since Snow Dogs. <laughs> I have a seven-year plan for our podcast. I've thought about multiple... I'll, I'll talk about it when we go. Okay. Um, are we good to go? Yeah, go ahead, DK. All right, so I guess I'll have the first pitch this time around, guys, and then let, we'll do Ryan and Jace, and then me again. We'll kind of do that full circle. I think that's oh, a good one at a time. Yeah, we all pitch. You came up with that aspect, Ryan, and you that's know the what? Podcast. Sure, bud. You pitch. You it, came you up give with your that. Thoughts okay. why, and then yeah, I'll, yeah. We each sure. pitch one, and we go in a circle to split it that's up. That's a great idea. You convinced me to do that. It's a genius. <laughs> All right. So for this first pitch, um, I kind of developed like a character to kind of help pitch it. Like, you know, it's OK. We can just cut this part out if it doesn't work out. Um, so here we go. So um, hello, Jason Wyan. I'm pitching today the Nosoe and we're going to be <laughs> and we'll be pitching great movies like Look Who's Talking um, Baby Geniuses. <laughs> right? Where are you going? You got to sit back down. <laughs> Oh, God, have mercy. 
my pick for season four is baby movies. Movie starring babies. Um yeah, I'm not pitching that. That's not my pitch. I'm just oh, going with you guys. <laughs> I'm not doing this. You guys have to find a third person to do this podcast. Bye, guys. Sorry. It was fun. We got a thousand, we got a thousand watches. I'm out. I'm out. I just wanted to see your guys' reaction. Oh, my God. I would get so fired. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what's the worst thing I could my pitch? third vote? <laughs> <laughs> what's the worst thing I could pitch? And then what's the worst way I could pitch it? <laughs> Baby, I actually, what movie? Mm. I, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I, I think legitimately, I just heard my neighbor get up out of his bed. I think I woke him up from a nap doing that. It's the worst. <laughs> I think I, I fucking woke him up. <laughs> Your energy needs to stay strong, brother. What did I say? <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm sorry. So, but for my for my legitimate pitch, I do have a legitimate pitch here. Um, to kind of give you a hint about what this pitch will be, Jay, right? Are you okay? I'm okay. And my TMJ is acting up, and it's like <laughs> when you can't, when I don't want to like stress my face muscles. It's like yeah. it's like the uh, telling yourself not to laugh. Okay. So now that I pitched babies, now I I hope this will make my other pitches look a little better. Hopefully. Uh, but they're a little bit of reaches, so um, mm. I'm going to introduce a new tool to our lexicon. As I was saying, um, this would be the twistometer. Okay, now the subject of my pitch will lead us towards iconic movies uh, such as The Village, Signs, The Sixth Sense, and Lady in the Water, the Avatar live-action film, and maybe even the most recently, Old. I am, of course, speaking of the great M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Um, this is a director that takes risks and has a very distinctive style. So I think it's it's very easy to kind of uh, characterize his movies. No matter what, when you finish an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you will have a fucking opinion, good or bad. Um, I think this kind of coincides with spooky season, which is coming up uh, for us right now. And we can indulge in like the fun, creepy and ridiculous. Um, so uh, for my pitch, The Shyamalan Shack. Or the Shyamalan shelf, or what? You know, we can work. We can workshop it. Shamalock shed. Actually, shed sounds better than shack. Yeah. Also, I was Sheds very scary. close to pitching a shed. That's okay. We shed. can have a different shed. So, yeah, M Night. I think that'll be fun. M Night. I might. I want to go out on a limb here and maybe take some heat from the serious movie watching community. I know that is a they're a big component to our podcast views, but <laughs> I love M Night Shyamalan. Yo, I do too. I fucking love even his even his shitters, man. I fucking I love, love all him. of them. <laughs> I really like his style. Like he is actually really good. Unbreakable is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, we can watch Unbreakable, Split. There's a there was another one too, wasn't there? Split's really yeah. good. Glass. I haven't seen them. I've only seen about like five or six, and I've enjoyed all oh, of them. I love I actually really like his style. Yeah, I respect someone who actually like he doesn't try to just make a fucking pretty good movie. I think he really swings for the fences and it's either amazing or really bad. And I totally respect that as an artist. 100% agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ryan, you got a pitch for us? OK, uh, I'm going to come in, I think, a little easy. I think my second pitch is going to be you guys going to be on a lot more, but I kind of want to okay. stick okay. in your brains yeah, at yeah. the end there. Of course. So I'm going to pitch. Our good old boy, and uh, we can take a step into Depp's Den. Oh, ooh. Johnny Depp. 
Oh, not Lily Rose Depp. I don't know who that is. His daughter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. right. in, here in Depp's Dad, we have recurring movies such as Pirates. Yo. We wanted to watch Pirates a couple of Boy. seasons ago. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. Yeah. We have my one of my favorite franchises, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, shit. Was he, he was in one of them, right? I was Johnny Depp for Halloween last year. Oh, damn. Okay. Is, which, which one is he? Is he in the first one? He's in the original. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I like Johnny Depp. He does have a kind of a typecast in a way, especially with the Tim Burton movies. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think he has enough variation. He, and he has a lot of movies. Um, and he takes some serious roles, too. He's got some spookies, which go with our theme. So I want to explain that a little bit, why I was choosing the things I'm going to pitch, because my next one kind of is in line with this as well. I had five criteria. Four of them are normal, and that's they need to be popular people. They need to have a cohesive theme, kind of like, like you know, they can't just be someone who's a chameleon because they didn't have a personality. Uh, they need to have a mix of a good and a bad. Like, you can't just have someone Definitely. who's outside the park every time. Uh, and they have to have more than 10 choices so that we can actually select stuff. And then this year, out of the fifth thing, I want to watch scary movies. Mm. I want to watch spooky Halloween fall themed movies because that, that's my comfort food. Uh, and I'll, I can talk about that so much more. I probably will on my next pitch as well. But I want to submit Johnny Depp for your consideration. All right. Hell yeah. The J man, the J Depp man. I don't know what to do. Like, I really do not know what to do. Um, I've been on the fence about theme, yeah. actor, 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 theme, actor, theme, double actor, theme. And I think I'm combining the two. Okay. And you, can, you guys can strike me down here. I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway in almost what oh. I want to pitch. Interesting. But okay. I want to pitch an actor to you that is prolific. They've been oh. in TV shows. They've been in Ooh. critically acclaimed movies. They're a mm. nerd at heart. They are one of my favorite people that is out in the famous actor sphere. And th- this could go one of two ways. Like I said, it could be thematic or we could just focus on the one actor. I wanted to pitch the heroes of Hobbiton. I wanted Excuse to pitch me? Frodo Baggins <laughs> and Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> as a dual season where we pick movies from either Elijah Wood <laughs> or um well I I should have or been, Sean Austin or yeah uh but so that was I was gonna say I, I wanted to pitch the Hobbits and it could be it could be their duo you know Frodo and Sam they're they're yeah. historic duo as far as Lord of the Rings goes. Um, and they're both in very different things. But Elijah Wood has had a lot of movies coming out recently that fly under yeah. the radar that are good and bad. He actually, I think, has his own type of publishing house right now I, where he does horror movies. I'm biting my lip a little bit. Can I talk about this? Sure. I absolutely love it. The, Elijah Wood was a candidate for me. Now, Elijah Wood does own his own company. It's called mm-hmm. Spectre Vision. Yep. It's him and Daniel Noah. They uh, are the main people running Spectre Vision, and they have produced a lot of indie horror movies mm-hmm. lately. And they really like the idea of an, like, an auteur filmmaker who comes into this kind of genre horror um, type of movie and they give them free reign essentially and say like go push the boundaries 
And that's exactly what I love. I really like Elijah. I'm a fan of his personally. Um, I'm a fan of their podcast. Now, their podcast is called Visitations. Uh, go listen to their podcast. 100% recommend it. In fact, uh, it's a big inspiration for me. I would love to work with Elijah Wood in the future. And that's not like just as a thing. Like, <laughs> I would actually want to do that as like a writer. So this is to I'm totally on board. Uh, I really like this idea. Okay, I'm going to pivot. And I'm going to pivot from, <laughs> I thought the Heroes of Hobbiton was hilarious. And I was wondering how doing a two. I do not know that much about Sean Astin. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna swing and back. See no man. Yeah. We're, okay. Yeah. We're I pitch, think Elijah Wood's good. I'm picking I'm I'm pitching Elijah Wood as Hell my yeah. first pitch, and I think this is a good thing. So we've gone we've gone from good. That's good. A lot of um yeah Elijah's woodshed. <laughs> we've we've gone from actor actor theme, and the <clears> theme was crazy, but at the same time we've somehow picked themes that all have are are all kind of up and coming. And I think Elijah's seeing a little bit of a bump. I think people are catching on to the works that he's doing. No, he's doing a very good job. Like, kudos. Yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, when, when you said Heroes of Hobbiton, I was worried. I was like, are we doing Hobbit movies? And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, okay, because then I was like, oh, fuck. Are we ready to do this? Are we ready to do all of the Lord of the Rings? Are we ready to do a Lord of the Rings season? Because I don't know if I'm ready to take that kind of heat right now. You know, I think we're still in our in our maybe pupa stage. Yeah. And to take on such a fuck. I mean, we'll be like Frodo taking the ring to Mordor doing Frodo taking the ring to Mordor movies. So I'm relieved we could. OK, we could still do Lord of the Rings in Elijah Wood season. Yeah. One or you two know, of them, probably. Yeah, but, but we cannot merit. I don't know if we can take that. I heat. would say for one episode, we need a marathon. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's oh. only on screen for like two hours and three minutes or something like that. Yeah, for all together. three movies. Him and Daniel Radcliffe are the same mold. No, they're not. They're the same mold. They're magic boys and they do weird no. movies. They it's really not. that. They look the same. You would pick Woods. I'm pitching. Woodshed? Pitching Elijah's woodshed or Elijah's, Elijah's work. Great. Yeah. So I guess for my, it's time for my second pitch. Um, we'll all go around. So my second and final pitch is a bit of a reach. I'll, I'll, I'll full disclosure, and I think you'll soon see why. Um, back in November of 2008, an iconic franchise emerged and introduced us to one of the most polarizing yet well-known actors of our generation. Uh, this p actor was parodied endlessly when he came onto the scene, but then he made a surprising left turn into critically acclaimed independent films uh, such as Good Time, The Lost City of Z, and The Lighthouse. Um, I am, of course, talking about one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People in the World, winner of 11 MTV Movie Awards, including a record-breaking four Best Kiss wins, the face of Dior Home Fragrance, Robert Pattinson. Willem Dafoe? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love our Pat. So now you may be wondering, how do we avoid watching all of the Twilight films? We don't. Whilst we don't. We fucking exactly. don't. <laughs> we fucking don't. I was going to pitch a mini <laughs> Twilight season at some point as well. Like Because we need to do our boy, you know, the service of watching his most iconic franchise. Um, and also, Twilight is having a bit of a like a major resurgence. Oh, right yeah. With old and new audiences like Gen Zers and high schoolers right now are rediscovering it. Yeah, it's like the pandemic. What? It's like what? 
What? <laughs> oh, you're kidding. It's like dabbing. Actually, you stopped no, me dead in my tracks, seen... Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a few TikToks. It's cool again. No, it's not. <laughs> Put it away. Put the dab dabbing away. Dabbing is cool again. No, it's not. Put it away. Um, but yeah, it's it's out on streaming platforms. People are watching it for the first time. And I think it's, you know, it's a good time to reanalyze a franchise that was such a big part of the cultural zeitgeist uh, when we were growing up. Um, and we can, you know, spend the front half maybe watching Twilight if we wanted and spend the back half watching critically acclaimed uh, great movies starring yeah, Rob Pattinson. We get to watch Good Time. That's like the bones. So uh. I pitch to you Pattinson's Porch. Ooh. Mm, I like it. I think he also fits the mold of Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood, kind of like uh, pale, scrawny magic boys who do weird movies now. <laughs> That's my next wow. pitch. Is <laughs> pale, scrawny magic boys. <laughs> <laughs> Any we, of the three. We can just subsume all of them into one theme. <laughs> next, beefy dudes with Boston accents. That's going to be uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Matt Damon movies. Just flip, flip them between the two. So it's Ryan's turn. Now, I need a little bit of ceremony here, and I want to uh, blow the horn for the fallen soldiers. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, you. For the fallen soldiers here that didn't make the final cut, I have been a staunch opponent of the thematic theme, like the thematic pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But I was very near to pitching slasher movies. Oh, snap. Okay. Now, I am a slash head, okay? I, <laughs> I love slasher movies. Uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on yeah. Elm Street, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is almost not even a slasher movie. But, like, that sort of idea, I just absolutely love. Or loved. a Sawer movie. Because it's Saw. Yeah, I get it. So, I unfortunately, I thought that wouldn't maybe be in a variety. It would all be the same type of movie. And I thought maybe you guys wouldn't be too into that. So then I thought, like, what other horror icons could I use? And next came to mind uh, a boy from the Lord of the Rings franchise, Christopher Lee, who I'm not pitching because oh, okay. it's like Sar- Saruman, right? That's- yeah. Okay, he's yeah. in all the old like universal hammer horror movies where like he's Dracula or he's like the mummy. Oh, okay. and things yeah. like that. So like he was Dracula like 10 times. Damn. But he wasn't quite like the main character. So then I thought, you know, you guys wouldn't want to do that, probably because the movies are not popular and nobody would click on them, and then this podcast would fizzle out. I, I might have been persuaded, if not for someone that I think Julie subsequently... We're talking about off the end of the hot scale here. We're also talking about off the end of the crazy scale here, okay? We're not raining it in this next season. Okay. We're going all out, Okay. Okay. And welcome. If you can't stand the heat, get out of Cage's kitchen. Because this boy belongs to Nicholas no. Cage. No, I was you did it. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> no, you did it. Are you shitting me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you fucking red herring to me. Oh you took this god. big old journey around. What is? Oh my god. Oh. Get ready for pig. The Wicker Man. Oh my god, the bees! Get ready for Ghost National Rider. Treasure. Oh Get ready for god. Con Air, The oh. Rock. Get ready for, produced by Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah, Mandy. Produced by Elijah Wood and Daniel Noah, The Color Out of Space. 
Ghost we're getting Rider. Lovecraft up here. We Ghost got Rider. Ghost Rider. <laughs> I think this is like the perfect season for us because we season can go all of in. the witch. Yeah, it's gonna be bananas. Jesus. I love it, Ryan. Let Man. me just. You were you were coming you were going so hard down the road that you were on that I was you like circled. okay you I'm prepared you completely yeah I'm prepared to pitch Nicolas Cage and yes. I don't know if it's allowed I've been thinking for the past three minutes right of the movie we have to watch Pig I want to watch Pig so bad a lot of buzz around around but Pig. I was holding I watch off Mandy super bad because I wanted to pitch Nicolas Cage oh shit man good pitch Thank yeah. You. Because oh. I was I was debating on Cage for a long time because I was like, are we ready to take on such a meme icon? Right. Because everyone knows Nicolas yeah. Cage is this. He's, he's had a, nutter, he's, right? now he's had a cage essence. Yeah. With Pig. Yes. Right. With with recent movies. Well, with Mandy and Colorado Space and a couple other ones. Like he's oh, come I guess out I haven't heard of this. Yeah. OK. Oh, so you haven't heard of Mandy? Mandy is like with exploded onto the indie scene. Like seriously. The thing is, is like with Cage, we could literally do a fucking Cage podcast. Yeah. This guy has like 300 movies or something, man. He does not say no. He does not say no. And you know what? He is a working man. He's a working actor. He goes in like we will literally never run out of Cage content. I think our biggest challenge is literally picking because we're always like, oh, let's pick a wild one. Well, which wild one, man? <laughs> I would also think which good I would one? want There's to be so much. I think I would want to be reserved in a cage season to like yeah. each picking three movies and putting them on the picker wheel once a week. And that's it. So we each throw up a movie and you spin on it because oh, it's Jesus. such a large repertoire that like we should draft uh, legislation. We, we, we create these Byzantine systems of picking I shit. We should, <laughs> we should just work. Well, yeah, for we can just pick movies at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's incredible man honestly we can have like a season where it's like crazy nick cage movies nick cage movies about animals nick cage movies that are like critically acclaimed like you can just literally do nick cage war movies because there's just so much war movies <laughs> please god it's just pitch cat movies already just do it just <laughs> what you know actually with elijah wood nicholas cage taken out of the way i think it's time for God, one of the largest franchises in the world. Okay. Am I going to pitch a Fast and Furious season? Oh, my no. Lord. <laughs> no, no. I'm yes, not. Oh, my God. <laughs> you told me Nicolas Cage is not in Fast and Furious. We, uh, we each get a bit of a psych out. Um, th this comes back to what I wanted to talk about earlier. We, we're getting a bunch of hits on dog movies. A lot of the movies are popular. A lot of people watched them when they were kids. Um, and I think we've got a lot of sensible picks up here. We've got literally only one theme, and it's the director, M. Night Shyamalan. Um, I told you guys I was going to do this. I drew a zombie head. I'm pitching holiday horror movies. Oh, shit. I'm pitching movies that are specifically scary horror movies that are that have to be based on a holiday. So there's okay. a Thanksgiving horror movie. There are a mm -hmm. bunch of Christmas horror movies. Uh, we can, uh, honestly, you can consider any of the Halloween, uh, Halloween movie. Ha yeah. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. 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 Easy one. The only the first one and then uh, some of the reboots and like the continuing sequels are on Halloween. But yeah. It's Friday the 13th, like a holiday. 
It is in New Jersey. Oh, there you go. So, you know, Midsummer. it's a holiday horror movie. Isn't that a Swedish holiday? That that counts. Krampus, holiday horror movie. That's a Danish holiday. Yeah, (laughs) I'm pitching holiday horror because I think we're moving into the spooky season. Things are going to start being released at the end of the year. It's Um, not a thing that I've watched a lot of. Valentine's Day is a holiday. Uh, I I know what you did last summer is on 4th of July. A holiday horror movie. We got Leprechaun. Yes. Leprechaun, that's going to be St. Patty's Day. Uncle Sam, I want you dead. Trick or treat. Oh, we get to watch Trick or treat. Oh, that's like my favorite... Except for Halloween. It's my favorite Halloween movie. Okay, I never heard of it. What? Um Easter Bunny DVD. Kill Kill? <laughs> <laughs> that title alone. Um, uh, so I I think this might be think, one of the yeah. ones where a lot of a lot of people haven't probably seen some of these movies, but it's so it's niche. And right. I doubt there's a podcast out there that's been reviewing holiday horror movies. Fuck no. So there's think, no way. I well, think I think there's podcasts out there who have reviewed holiday horror, horror movies because there's, yeah. there's actually a lot of horror movie podcasts. It's kind of like its own podcast subculture. Yeah, no, I mean, I got you. Yeah, like there's a lot of movie review podcasts, but has anyone ever marathon them? A marathon. I, this is actually horror. pretty unique. I like this. Pretty a lot. unique. Yeah. And it, t- it takes my boxes. Likewise, we're heading to the holiday season, man. Rebels my gumballs. <laughs> OK, so let, let's um. Let's just list off what we pitched because I want to make like right. a little list just so I can look at it. And um, also and we'll, for the we'll viewers who are probably really freaking confused. confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I'll just say my two, I guess. Um, so I was pitching you M. Night Shyamalan. Down the list. And, oh, do you, you already write them down? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, prepped for... Um, so we have M. Night Shyamalan, Johnny Depp, Elijah Wood, followed up by Robert Pattinson, Nicolas Cage... And holiday horror. Jesus Christ, this is going to be a wild ass season. I was hesitant last season with some of the choices, like getting sucked into. I'm pleasantly surprised at this power packed list. I would be happy with any choice. Yeah, I think I'm like that every. I don't think there was anything really that I was ever, ever hesitant about. Um, I think I'm down for all of these. This is going to be a tough ranking. All right, I wrote my I wrote my rankings down. Y'all are. Oh, yeah. me too. Okay. We're gonna get them all with ten point, all with six points. That's what happened last time. We got pretty yeah. even last time. Okay. Well, um, let me know when you're ready. We can just give our inputs. Denali, go ahead. Okay. My number one. I'm I'm kind of uh, you know, kind of dipping into my own cookie jar here, but I got M Night as my number one. All right. Number two is Nicolas Cage. Number three is Holiday Horror. Number four is Robbie P. Number five, the Woodman Elijah. Number six is J Debs. Surprising. Yeah, it's okay. Give me one second to input the scores. Okay, Ryan. First, I have my boy Nikki C. Nikki C. And then I have Holiday Horror as number two. Number three is J D Johnny Depp. Number four is M Night Twisty Boy. Five is the Woodman, and six, unfortunately, is RPAT. It's more of a compliment to the competition than it is a dig at RPAT. Hey, that's okay, man. All I fair. like him a lot. It's a strong. This is a strong. It's 
the Six. best one we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> From like a pure enjoyment and like being really excited for the um the season. Just Yeah. Okay. Inputting numbers. Okay. Uh for mine, rating systems. Um I went with number one because I was going to pitch him as well, Nicholas Cage. Damn, Nikki C's getting a lot of votes. My uh second choice, Denali, similar, I dipped into the cookie jar a little bit. Uh holiday horror. I think it would be of hilarious. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um it would be a hilarious pick. Uh for my third pick, I picked Robert Pattinson. I'm really excited about that Batman movie. Fourth place, Johnny Depp. Uh fifth place, Elijah Wood. And then last place, and I think it might honestly be out in an in air of ignorance. Um and thematically, I put M. Night Shyamalan in sixth. All right. Still got a chance, baby. It does. It absolutely does. I think we got a pretty solid spread. I think Nick Cage and Holiday Horror are probably going to be the winners for vo- sheer votes, I think. Yeah. So um, in first place, uh, at 17 total points is Nicolas Cage. Of course. Second place with 14, Holiday Horror. Third place. M. Night Shyamalan. Oi! Tied for fourth place, Johnny Depp and Robert Pattinson. And then uh, in last place, all getting the fifth vote, Elijah Wood. That's interesting, wasn't that? Yeah. All right. Uh, And this is the Wheel of Chaos. Anything could happen. It could be dog movies again. Can we just put dog movies again as an input on the wheel? Put cat movies as a one. Is there any cat movies? Oh my god, the cat movies are so much better than dog movies. Don't get me started. I almost pitched cat movies, but I could Wait, not do another animal theme. <laughs> I almost said horse movies a third time. Because out of all my lists, I like look at horse movies and I'm like, a third time? <laughs> another horse movie pitch? Forced vote? Because if I just keep pitching horse movies over and over again, it'll eventually get picked, just statistically. Yeah, it's season 93. <laughs> okay. Oh... All right, says. fellas. Um, give me All one right. second to change the screen so there's no obstruction when I share this. Oh boy, guys, I'm fuck. Holy shit, that is a hell of a wheel of chaos. I don't even. Is the needle even small enough <laughs> to even hit a sliver? It'll do it. Yeah, because remember last time it did it. Oh my gosh. Well, guys, whatever we pick here, whatever this thing lands on, we're gonna do one spin. And it will be our pick for season four. We are going to watch 10 movies, at least 10 weeks of uh, of whatever we uh, we do here. Oh, we can spin it for 30 seconds now. Nice. I think you should do a little bit more than 10 seconds because like it seems sometimes it seems so. OK. Oh, my God. So, OK. Jesus. OK. <laughs> All right, guys. Hold Nervous. hands. Hold hands to the screens. Oh, Okay. May the fates guide us. By that much, by like seriously a micron, by a fucking micron. Holiday horror, folks. We got holiday horror for season four. I'm not disappointed. I'm not either, man.
This is a buck wild. We get to dip <laughs> into the B and Z movie category. Yeah. There are some bad movies, guys. Oh, oh. holy fuck. I have the same feeling of like what we did when we got we got into the dog season where I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is going to be my life for like months. Ten, 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 minimum 10 weeks. Because I've been talking people's ears off about dog movies I've been watching. So what the fuck are they going to think if I'm watching like Thanksgiving horror movies and <laughs> Easter horror movies? <laughs> There's some 10 out of 10, like yeah. in my top 20 movies of all time movies in here. Midsummer's really, really fucking good. Oh, I haven't seen it. Well, you have to come yeah, up with actually, a meter. Halloween. You didn't, you didn't do a meter in your pitch, Chase. We should have vetted this. Okay. Did. <laughs> I did a twistometer and oh. I didn't do a pat I didn't do a patty meter, I guess. Um okay. What's what's the meter? Hor- the hor- the horometer from <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Didn't see that one. <laughs> Got yourself, man. Got Jeez. myself. The there's, some, there's going to be some interest. I think this is going to actually be the best season for actual film analysis. And oh, for no. that reason, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm ready. After a season of having almost nothing that was well made, I'm actually excited to dive into the sausage here. <laughs> yeah Dally, i'm sorry um, i i know horror isn't your your forte here this is gonna be hard but i can i can pull through you might not be well, affected horror. after the end of it you might just be like yeah horror does not mean scary it could mean stressful or disturbing mm-hmm. i think okay so let's have a real tiny 30 second talk about what horror means i think horror is a theme more than it is like a that reaction from the audience like it's it's a tone it's what the intent of the people making it is like mm. so i actually right but think about this quite a bit and i think what makes the two biggest elements to me personally i know this is not empirical but like that makes a horror movie is two factors uh one you're trapped by some sort of external force and second there's a sense of hopelessness or dread if you have those two things together, I think that's a horror movie. What is our hall? Okay, what's our meter? Like, wh- are we gonna? Should we come up with it on episode one? And number one, forget. like h- how holiday it is. Okay, how yeah. oh, how much does it represent it? How much represents holiday? And then maybe how scary it is. How I would not say scary. Once again, like I would say, like how much does well, it rely on the holiday for a crux? Like how here's the how problem. holiday spirit does this make you feel? Ooh. I think all horror movies scare me. So I think that is an easy metric for me. Yeah, and we all have our different meters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. And I I don't get scared by many horror movies, but I do get. I mean, I get. Scared is kind of a weird thing. I'm very susceptible to being afraid, but mm. I'm not like long term scared. Ah, uh, yes. Well, have you, got, have you guys <laughs> heard the term holiday heart? Holiday heart? No. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's when you go on a holiday and you drink and eat so much food that your heart rate goes extreme through the that roof. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> and it's just like. And so that combined with a horror movie would kill somebody, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so we could we could do a holiday meter then honestly we can develop it what's holodometer yeah let's think on it because i might i might be able to come up with a i might have an idea for a a design that might make it come more natural yeah yeah 
Wait, this well, might we already... fall on you, Jace. Fuck, where's we this already got a logo? House? We're back in the house, right? The holiday horror hallway? <laughs> <laughs> holiday hallway, yeah. We can just say we're like in the attic or the basement where you keep all your holiday like shit, you know? Like when you're where your parents keep all their like Christmas lights Ooh. and shit and the Halloween decorations, you know? The holiday house. That does it. <laughs> Guys, I think that does it. Holiday haunted house. Haunted holiday house. I'm saying haunted. we're off the hook for the GBGB's haunted holidays. <laughs> Onto, oh, Ooh, oh, there we that's go. pretty good. Oh, I like that. I like that, Jace. Write it down. <laughs> All right. So there is a final step before we sign off. Oh, God. We have to pick a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have to pick the damn movie. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Don't forget the most important part. <laughs> okay. So the next mm, holiday coming up would be Halloween. I think that's. So do we, we want to do a right Halloween on. episode? I have two suggestions. Obviously, the movie Halloween, which is right, an amazing movie. We can start with a fucking banger. But you guys might have seen it. If you, have you not seen John Carpenter's Halloween? I have not. Jesus Louises. Um, wow. Denali okay. doesn't like watching horror movies by himself. He'll only I, watch with his friends. I don't and like watching horror movies. I'm going to be spooked this whole season. Amber is just yeah. as anxious as me, so she doesn't like watching them. So I will have okay. to watch this by myself and be traumatized by it and have to swallow it by watch myself. Watch it in a light room. <laughs> I want to formally okay. um, nominate the movie Trick or Treat. Oh, I was just saying that. Is that with the guy with the pumpkin head? It's yes, it's my favorite Horror Halloween movie. Comedy? Me, me and Julie have watched it every Halloween for the yeah. last like six years on yeah. the day of. It's our tradition. Is it? Um, okay. Ha is it Halloween, the movie is more of like a like traditional horror. You can watch that any time of the year and it's great. But like yeah. it's fun to watch trick or treat on Halloween. Okay. Right. Do you care that you have to watch it next in this upcoming week? Oh, no. We, I own it on Blu-ray. I own like six movies on Blu-ray, and <laughs> half of them are John Carpenter movies, and the other, and one of them is Trick or Treat. It's not a traditional horror movie at all, and that's exactly why I want you to start off on it. Okay. Um, I think I'm, I'm down for that. Down. I do want to, we probably, sh I mean, I should see Halloween on my own just because it's a, a classic at some point, or we can see it later in the season if we We're going to watch it later in the season. Um, We're going to watch it. I'm down to, to do uh, Trick or Treat. Um... I guess we don't need the wheel for this season. No. I think we could just pick them. Yeah. If you guys are down. Yuli is at pleading for me to give up the wheel. <laughs> really? We can use yeah, the wheel. In I like the wheel. the wheel. I still I still enjoy the wheel, but the ad drop super list thing, I would prefer to have like a bit more direct choice. So we never I, watch I, Cujo. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Dude, Chad texted me yesterday and I was like, have you been listening to the dog episodes? We finally hit a thousand. Thank you for listening to all of them. And he was like, mm. oh, I have to catch up. I can't wait for Cujo. And oh. I was like, I was like, don't break I, it to I, him. I don't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have the heart to tell myself. Um, cool. Well, there we have it, folks. We're seeing trick or treat uh, for this week to start off our holiday horror season <laughs> and uh, jace what what did we um what was the the thing you were trying to call the season gbgbs haunted holidays <laughs> i love it dude i love it we hope you guys will join us this holiday season uh watch along with us uh follow us on twitter at gbgb podcast uh follow us on instagram 
at Good Boys Gone Bland. Subscribe, review, tell your friends. Thank you, everyone who's given us a rating on Apple yes. Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You and guys if you haven't, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's reel it back, Jason. Let's reel it back. <laughs> fuck you until you write. <laughs> That's the best attitude is hostility towards the people who are giving you their time. <laughs> you spent an hour listening. You could have spent 10 seconds typing, hitting the five star button. <laughs> Listen, if, if you guys are, too, I know what it's like, you know, sometimes you feel a little shy putting your name out there and doing that directly. What you, what you can do is if you're in a bar, steal a stranger's phone, hand sanitize afterwards, yeah. you know, because it's COVID times and just just review our podcast. Give slip the phone back. You know, just slip it back. Just throw a five. You know, throw. Just put a little little review and be like, uh, "GBGB's rules," mm -hmm. and and that's it. And that that's a huge metric that uh, Apple Podcasts use to judge success of podcasts. Um, so that would be the biggest way you guys can help us. Uh, but you guys have already helped us so much just by listening along and you know commenting on our stuff. That's it's so gratifying <laughs> to see that people listen to our dumb voices on the show, and I love it. The thousand download threshold by the time this one is, comes is, out is, i mean you know? yeah it's huge for like my mental yeah it's, yes thank you to everybody it it's I mean, more now, successful but... than my book like let's get that clear one begets the other um well hell yeah guys join us next week i guess right next next week it seems next weird we're, we're, we just end we just ended the dog join season us i'm like on halloween on halloween hopefully when this or... comes out if we time it right I think we could pull it off. Um, with that, uh, was there a dog thing we could sign off on or a holiday? Um, Happy Halloween! Who let the dogs out? No, we didn't. <laughs> we let the dogs <laughs> out.